in a world looking for something to listen to. A group of friends rise to the challenge. It's Pop Samurai. Welcome, everybody, to a new episode of Pop Samurai Scene Dojo. I'm your host, Jelani Hoon. With me today as my special guest co-host of the episode today is... Randy Lee Beasley. Yep, Randy Lee Beasley from Pepper Scar Productions and new owner of Mighty Con Conventions uh, for Guess all... Radio. For, and also, yeah, he's also the super, <laughs> super co-host or super main host and his little buddy on there who co-hosts with him. Luigi Bonanno. Oh my uh, god. Shout out to Luigi Bonanno. I miss you so much. I miss the funnels. He'd be able to join us if he didn't have to work until one today. <sighs> that sucks. We're gonna have to I really gotta get him on uh uh more of these uh phone uh interviews that we have with you or phone call ins that we have with you coming up. Right. Right. Um well I mean I uh, I appreciate you joining me on the podcast today, Randy. Uh the crew is sick. They've been ill stricken. Um, I've been dodging that bullet for a little while too. Swine um, flu, possibly. Zika virus, possibly. I'm not gonna say what it could be that could have knocked him out of commission, but it may have to. Glenn's be death. It may. Oh my God! Spoilers! Spoilers! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that it has an eye popping case of strep throat. Yeah. Popeyes. That's what they popping. They, they had some Popeyes <laughs> and now they have dysentery. That's what they have. They've died of dysentery. That's that's what it is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, th- thank you so much for joining. If you guys don't know what this is, th- this is uh, Pop Samurai, uh, a show from Pop Samurai. We have two shows a week. Mondays we have Scene Dojo, our entertainment, TV, movie, news podcast. On Wednesdays we have our weekly random topic podcast where we just tangent off of everything. We just have fun, and it's kind of just like a conversation with your friends. At a, you know, just sit down, join us, and listen to us just banter and have fun talking about all types of situations and. You know, stories that that's happened it's fun we made up a we made up a legendary creature called uh the meatball monster the, the mundane meatball monster uh <laughs> yes week, and we had fun with that meatloaf meatloaf mundane meatloaf, meatloaf, meatloaf did i call it meatball no i didn't i didn't okay all right you have to go back and fix that and post i, I have to go back and fix that and post <laughs> oh crap all of media and everything i've done <laughs> uh but yeah you're so, gonna be like the mundane Meatloaf monster. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, and uh, of course, uh, we also have our monthly uh, foreign film uh, movie book club where we break down uh, one foreign film each month, get the word out about it, and uh, spread the word that, hey, you know, the U.S. of A. has really good movies, but you know who else has other good movies? All the other countries out there. So uh, we try Shin to- Godzilla. Shin Godzilla. That was a movie. We just dropped the... Uh, the, our review of that and breakdown of that film uh, last Friday, and uh, man, that was a film. That was a film. <laughs> it was very. It was good, man. Yeah, did you, I you got to see it. it? You got to see it. Yes, it, it, yes. It was, it was so. It was so just different. <laughs> and I love. I, I hate like I hate watching dubbed porn. So I always like it's either I watch it subtitled or I don't watch it at all. Mm-hmm. Like I, oh, I hate. I hate. Yeah, I don't hate. It's just I hate like when they put like English voice actors over the. Yeah. It like kind of like shits on the actual actors from the movie. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's one of my arguments. That you I know how to have. read? Just read the subtitles. 
Yeah, that's one of the arguments I always have when uh, someone's always telling me that I I can't well I can't do the sub version. I like the dub version. I was like I can't deal with the dub version because I feel like you're taking away the acting ability of the of the uh, actor from the film. So you're just getting just this weird... right. You're discrediting them. You're discrediting yeah. them. That's my yeah. opinion. So I mean, I feel like whenever I've seen a film subbed, I get more emotion from the actor than I do when I see. Right. The dub version of somebody, just some guy, you know, trying to fit some words in the in the mouth motions of the character. <laughs> Whoa, dude! The only place I accept it is Dragon Ball. Yeah, well, and Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, so anime is different because I mean they they it, it's fine that way because they they can just match the uh, the animated character. They've they've been able they've been able to right. successfully. It's do harder that. to. It, it's harder to get like an American or another voice actor's voice to match the facial expressions of the true actor in the movie. Yeah, yeah. So for like live action. Yeah. yeah. So get out there, and watch some sub films, guys. It's so good. You guys gotta see it. It's great stuff. You gotta do it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you guys go check that out. You can also find our all our stuff at popsamrightnetwork.com. Have some fun over there, looking through all our archived, uh, you know, shows that we've had in the past, and. Look up all the uh, information about us, and uh, you know you can go find all our you know links to our media websites, you know social media websites like Twitter at Pop Samurai Cast. Also, we're on Facebook and Instagram, so you can find us over there and have some fun looking at the stuff we drop on there, you know, and get some get your live feed information and tweet at us. We want to hear from you guys. Message us, you know, be a community with us. We wanna we wanna be friends with our fans. You know, you guys are family. That's what you are. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, you can find Asher Williams. What? What? <laughs> this is gonna be, <laughs> gonna be such. A, this is gonna be such a weird podcast. This is gonna be fun. Um, you can also head over to Patreon.com/slash/PopSamurai. Patreon.com/slash/PopSamurai. You can get over there and help contribute to the show, help support us, and uh, launch uh, some new shows that we have trying to uh, launch over there. We got a bunch of different goals, but you also get a couple cool rewards on there. Um, we're trying to, you know, get your guys' support uh, to help us, you know, focus more on what we want to do, which is this here. We want to create better, you know, more and more content for you guys and do more stuff for you guys. But um, with that, what you guys contribute, you know, contributing to us and supporting us, we'll be able to do that. So get over there at patreon.com. Yeah, support Samuel. them. Yeah, yeah. Lazy bastards, support. That's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so get over there and check it out if you uh don't have any bucks to give we really understand times are tough just we all we ask is you do spread the word for us please do that for us and uh you know get out there and enjoy yourself right now i can't believe you called luigi my little buddy <laughs> are we bringing this up dick. are we bringing this up <laughs> it he is equal an equal part is gassy <laughs> a little buddy Gonna, it's a joke, man. It's just a joke. Oh man! He will find you. It's just a joke. He will I kill you, guys. I love Luigi. I really do. It's just, it's, it's just so much fun to poke fun at people who are not around. <laughs> right, right. No, but yeah, Luigi, I love you, brother. All right, you guys we are. Probably... You, guys, you guys are the best. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Luigi, you're, you're a great guy, and I, I, I consider <laughs> I consider you I consider you just as much a friend as Randy. So good stuff. All right, so you're good. You're a great guy. Don't 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 let past Jelani put you down. Future Jelani's here. He's telling you you're great. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Randy. Let's get into entertainment stuff. Um, before we start, usually our the segment before we start 
our whole rigmarole of getting into all the news that came out. Um, there's a segment we call What You Watching? And we talk about what we've been watching recently. Uh, you know, anything specific that you pops into mind of just something cool you want to give out, you know, what you've been watching. Go ahead, Randy. What you got? I've been watching the new South Park season. Nice. Which has been extremely darker than it has been funny. Really? I've been watching American Horror Story and, of course, my favorite show since day one, Supernatural. God, oh, man. You know, you know how sad I am that I, I, I fell off of Supernatural? Not because, and again, not because it's a bad show. It's not. It's one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. I have, I have, uh, oh, man, I'm, I'm going to say seven box sets of the, each season. I, I bought those things each time they came out um, with new season, but I just, uh, it got lost uh, in the ether of all the other stuff I've been doing. It got super busy, and I just haven't been able to make it back to it because I know it's like, oh, I fell off for a season, and I got to catch up with a season, and it just ended up being a couple seasons. <laughs> but I got to catch up because it just looks, it looks as good as it was since day one. Um, I love that stuff. This season has been great so far. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it for you if you're a fan. I don't want to spoil it. Now. Oh, no, no. Fuck. I, I plan on getting back to it. I'm only, I'm only uh, a couple seasons behind, I believe. I last, last I watched, I, I fell off after I had just finished season ten, I believe. Is that what it is? So where, did you see Demon Dean? Yeah. We're on season twelve now. Yeah. Okay, so that's what it is. Uh, I saw Demon Dean. Right. And I was like, oh, man, I'm so into this right now. I want them to have Demon Dean be like the main villain of this season. But then I fell off when spoilers a uh, couple episodes later, they solved that. problem. <laughs> yeah, they so, fixed it. They fixed it really fast. And I felt like oh, they could have they could have put this a little bit more and got into more darker stuff. But I, I got to get back to it because it's not it wasn't that I just fell off of it. I just got mixed up with all these other shows that kept coming and movies and stuff like that so i really gotta get back to it so i'm what so i'm about what two seasons behind i think yeah yeah, yeah. so I'm gonna, give or take give or take i'm gonna marathon it it's all on netflix i'll marathon it no worries <laughs> and then if you got hulu you can catch up on the newest season because uh let's just say there's a fan favorite character back and it's amazing yeah yeah there's only in reality for me the the one character i want back so i don't you don't have to spoil it for me but the one character i would want back the most is the father from season one and part of two um no oh, negan from walking dead god yeah. he's so good <laughs> he'll you, be back one day like before the show ends he'll come back for for like a minor appearance something will happen dear lord I but hope let's so. just say he let's just my, say i don't want to spoil favorite. it but you're not you're not far off from who's back yeah, yeah. So, man, uh, dear Lord, he was one of my favorite parts of uh, season one and, and the second and the season two. He was so good. He's good in anything he is. I just feel like that some of the movies he picks, he is not so great, but he is always great um, in his role. But did you see the little crossover they did where Jensen Ackles had uh, Lucille? Yeah, Egan's bat. He, he was sitting on the hood of the Impala. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, Dad, I found this. I'm keeping it for you." And then Jeffrey Dean Morgan was like, "Hey." I'm going to need that back, son. I mean, come on. I already gave you my car and, you know, kind of died for you. Oh, man. It's great. God, it's so good. They've been teasing it, too. The the whole, the, like, little, every now and then, and another, and one of the, and a couple of the seasons come uh, and past, have passed, they've always, like, teased it. Like, oh, the, there was a season where they went to heaven. They were like, oh, I've been, they met, they met one of their old buddies in, in heaven, and they were like, oh, Ash. I can't, yeah, I, Ash. I can't find your parents anywhere. And I was like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah, that was Ash. He, he <laughs> yeah. died in season two when the roadhouse burned yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. He never was so saw good Ash too. again. They I, I killed like, off the character. 
And then he came back, and he's like, yeah, no one can find your parents, so we don't know where they're at. Yeah, I liked he was wearing a luchador mask. <laughs> so great. Oh, <laughs> Man, he was, there were so many good characters, but just like just the little – God, I want to tell you so bad, but I don't want to spoil it for oh, you. Oh, God, it's uh, it's okay. It's all right. I'll, I'll catch up soon enough. I've been trying to catch can up I on tell some you? things. <sighs> can I tell you anyway? <laughs> um. Let's save it for the end of the episode. Let's do that. Let's end off with a, okay. with a spoiler for this season's uh, It's Ruby. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. She did come back. Kidding. Yeah, no. She did come back, but as as the actor who plays her. Right. The they, went to the ter- they went to our world, essentially. And, and then, I love uh, that episode, man. Yeah. And then, and then Sam that totally episode is entitled. That was great. <laughs> that episode is That episode is season six entitled The French Mistake, by the way. Oh, God. Oh man, uh, that's my show, man. That's my show, man. I I I I love that show so much. It, uh, what was it? You know what? Let's just make this a supernatural cast. <laughs> you know uh, what pisses me off? Though? Yeah, go ahead. A show that came out like that came out like a couple months ago has detailed action figures out. It's been twelve years, and all we have are pop figures. We don't have like those super cool, like collectible Hot fifteen toys. dollar oh, man, supernatural. I wish. I have like a lot of the supernatural props, but I'm like looking for the actual action figures. Like I have all the wave one of the Power Rangers build the figures or did, whatever. Did you ever see? They the... need to do that for Supernatural, man. Like did, did give us ever... five figures. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, did you did you ever see the uh, tabletop role playing uh, game for Supernatural? Did you ever see the book? Yeah, I I, uh, I have that, and I have Supernatural Clue and Supernatural Monopoly just oh, came God, out. It's so good. We, you know what we gotta do? We're gonna we, we should we should do like a role playing session where we play the Supernatural tabletop role playing game on air. Dope. <laughs> Someone's gonna be Sam. Someone will be Dean, and we'll figure it out. <laughs> Crowley, Bobby. Yeah, oh, Bobby. Cat. Oh, Bobby. It's oh, good. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's if you guys have if you guys are not on Supernatural, it's it's one of the greatest shows ever made um key key factor for that uh key thing personal thing for me about that show it re- it really pushed my love for uh classic rock uh hard especially oh hell yeah hell especially yeah. like just like all every time especially in season one they they had like a new classic rock song like almost every episode um and then they kind of veered away from it in the later seasons but they kept coming back to it more and more still though but oh it just it, my right. love for my love for classic rock just came from that from that whole Full series. Love it. I agree. I agree, man. Yeah. All right. Moving on. <laughs> uh, me, I've, I've, I've really been kind of slouching on my, my view and stuff. I've been just trying to catch up on stuff. Uh, I was way far behind on uh, Walking Dead. I was trying to catch up with that. You know, you know. of course, everything got spoiled for me anyways, but it doesn't matter. Um, my wife, <laughs> my wa- I, I envy my wife because she's living in like – she's essentially living under a rock in the real world. Right, so she right. she knows nothing about Walking Dead, zero. She didn't know this this show existed. She didn't know the show existed. She didn't know the show existed. I, I all of a sudden I was like, hey, let's start watching something together because I gotta catch up anyways. I'll start back since from season one, episode one. I was like, let's watch it together, and now she's totally hooked. But I told her it's like, no, we can't. You can't watch it without me. We gotta watch it together. So it's our like nightly thing we do now. Mm. She doesn't know. <laughs> she never. She never knew about this show ever <laughs> she's like what? what oh my god this show is like horrible with the, the people who die but i want to keep watching and it's just like i envy you because you know nothing about the show i know everything i live in this world i know everything <laughs> right oh envy 
Envy, envy. Yeah. So yeah, I've 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 really been slacking on my viewing of anything that's in that's going on in the real world. So uh, nothing going on with me. So good stuff. Uh, quick, going right back to your list of stuff that you've been watching, which is a hell of a lot. Uh, and Ash vs. Evil Dead. I didn't even I forgot to mention that. Oh god, I really gotta catch up on that too. Man, it's so good. And I'm 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 just stopped. You know what? Let's just stop the podcast right now. I'm gonna go watch all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we'll continue this another time. <laughs> yeah. Um so we're I mean yeah, it's it's all good, man. Uh I gotta catch up on Ash versus the Dead. Uh I'm really glad that they're they're gonna keep going with that. Hopefully they just keep going forever with that because Bruce Campbell is the man. Um He is. Yeah. Um so all right, so I let's move on from what you're watching segment to the entertainment uh news that's going on in the world. Uh Randy, uh you're in the know how yeah. with the superhero news and everything like that going on. Yes. So I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure you know all of the little uh uh heard about all of the stuff that's going on with Deadpool too. Yeah, didn't uh Tim Miller dropped out. Yeah, he dropped out. So we talked about it on the, the last director. on the last episode of C Nojo. We touched on it a little bit when we first when it first broke that he had left, but it but we heard the first reports where it was an you know an amical I'm a, I'm a, it was a friendly <laughs> splitting, you know. He just he they disagreed on the way that the film would go between him and Ryan Reynolds. And uh, so now it got uh, more stuff released uh, about it. And uh, we got more information about Tim Miller. He wanted to take Deadpool more along the lines of like a more stylized movie, um, a la maybe like, you know, uh, Civil War, you know, the Avengers films, kind of just like doing more of a spectacle film. Right. Um, Right. Ryan Reynolds said, no, uh, that's not Deadpool. Deadpool is more of what we did right here, where it was the uh, kind of. Uh, well, how would I categorize it? Maybe like the raunchy kind of, you know, gritty comedy kind of thing that he was doing. Right. And so there was kind of a, you know, a little friction there, and uh, but it was a friendly, friendly breaking, and it wasn't like he just left on bad terms. It was just a, uh, 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 you know, they they split. Uh, Fox uh, said that okay, that's that's perfectly fine. We're going to put you on this other project we got going on. So they they're they're happy with him. They they like Tim Miller. So it was I guess more of a thing like that. But I mean, how do we feel so about? Tim- Go ahead. I'm sorry. Tim Miller didn't just wait till the day before shooting and call and go, sorry, I can't make it. Yeah, that, that <laughs> did not happen. No, that did not happen. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I did the same thing to you right now, didn't I? Oh, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, Randy, how, how do we feel about this? Do you think this is going to affect the film um, at all with no. you know, what's going on? Not at all. Because not, not at all, because you got to remember, Ryan Reynolds, he kind of funded a lot of the movie himself, and he's kind of the one who was pushing for it ever since they fucked it up in X-Men Origins Wolverine. It was always mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds pushing for it and pushing for it and pushing for it, and I believe it was him who leaked the test footage that got the fans even more pumped for it. Yep. So as long as Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool and as long as he's still a silent producer, I think it'll be great. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, because I mean, for people who don't know, I mean, I mean, because like anybody outside the know-how of like you and me, where we're into this world and knowing knowing everything about these uh, uh, behind-the-scenes look at everything, I mean, Ryan Reynolds is a producer on Deadpool, but you know, you see that a lot with a lot of actors. Oh, they're the producer. What does the producer mean, or something like that? But really, essentially, Ryan Reynolds is the goddamn producer of Deadpool. He did so much to pull this film. He championed this film all the way to to it coming up. Uh, he paid money out of his pocket to the to hire writers to write the script and you know trying to get 
as much as he can, he championed it as well. But it, you know, n- not to take any anything away from Tim Miller, who directed the film, his company, uh, uh, his visual effects company, Blur. Who, I mean, if you guys don't know who, who Blur is outside of our know-how, they they make uh, a lot of the great cinematic uh, trailers, especially for a lot of games and stuff like that. Um, and they did; they were the one who created that uh, leaked uh, test footage trailer. Um, and uh, it, it was it's kind of no one knows. I mean, they won't <laughs> you know confirm or deny it, but no one knows who exactly leaked it out. But you know, it, it was Tim Miller's company who did that, and so he he did have a uh, a good hand into it, but. Um, Looking at the way he wanted to go with the franchise, I don't think it's going to affect too much. A lot of people are kind of freaking out. I'm seeing a whole bunch of articles and and, and videos about like what happened to Deadpool two and this and that. And I was like, no, you guys got to calm down. This is this is not this is nothing. As long as we have Ryan Reynolds there still championing the thing, and as long as they don't hire someone horrible to direct the 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 movie, it's going to be perfectly fine. Michael Bay. Oh God. Oh God, no. <laughs> that could be the word. Oh my God! He's no, like, no, I got Please don't or even joke G. about that. Oh my God, that that's another one. He he ruins everything he touches too. Um, yeah. So Except he, his supernatural episodes, those were good. Yeah, he did a couple good ones. He did do a couple good ones. Um, <laughs> it's our supernatural cast. Uh, Randy, just touching on just touching on that. Uh, since Tim Miller is moving away from it, is there a, is there a director that comes to mind for you and who you think would? Uh, be a, a suitable replacement for Tim Miller uh, for Deadpool 2? Honestly, I I was going for the route of it's not going to happen, but uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg when they tag team and direct things together like this is the end mm-hmm. and whatnot they had some good action scenes in it, plus they know comedy. Mm-hmm. You know That did, would did be they very do, good. Did they, did, they, did they do the first episodes of Preacher? Yes. Oh uh, yeah, so yeah, th- those are really great episodes too. So yeah, I think they could, yeah that that's really good idea right there. Yeah, I think they could pull it off, especially you know being having more of a comedic background too, especially with you know how you know I mean, fourth wall breaking Deadpool is and how comedic he you know that movie was in the first time. So I think they could yeah that that's a really good that's a really good pull right there, uh, Randy. Because uh, like this is the end is like a giant fourth wall break. How they're all making fun of themselves, playing oh, yeah. fictional versions of themselves. So I mean. That's my pick. That's who I would pick. The team of Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Yeah. Oh, that's that's an amazing pick. Uh, uh, cheers to you, Randy, for pulling that out of your uh, out of your head right there. That's uh, that's that's really good. Um, I mean, if I had to pick somebody, just uh, not the person you picked, um, I guess I would really like to see maybe. Uh, ah, that, that's, it's a really tough tough call, but um, I, I might go. Tom Bray. The what? Tom Bray? Tom <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I, I might. Continue. You know what? I might go with. Uh, uh, sh- I'm, I'm gonna butch. Um, I hope I got the name right. Michael Michael Vaughn. I think is he's the one who directed uh, Kingsman. Um, and Kingsman. I, I, yeah. I, th- I think he would pull that off pretty well. I, I hope I'm not getting his name wrong. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, the director of Kingsman, I think, would really do a great job of doing it because he has a lot of action background and also there was a little bit of comedic uh to it as well and um, i'm sorry matthew vaughn matthew vaughn is the name i'm sorry matthew vaughn there sorry. you go my bad my bad guys i apologize matthew vaughn yeah he's he's uh he, he uh directed uh kingsman uh secret service and that's one of my favorite movies from uh uh from back in the day when it came out <laughs> Back in the day, 14, 2014. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm pulling for him. Uh, there's some rumors going around that um, uh, the director of John Wick is in uh in the running to uh 
Yeah. Yeah. Director of John Wick is in the running to uh, lead uh, Deadpool 2. So, I mean, that's that's also a really good pick, too. So, I mean, uh, that is. I mean, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's in the running. There's a lot of good runnings there. Um, yeah. So, that's cool. All right. Randy, let's move on. Shall we? Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Now, Randy, we talked. We touched on Godzilla uh, resurgence or Shin Godzilla earlier. Um, did you enjoy the first uh, Godzilla? The first, not the first, uh, the twenty fourteen Godzilla remake. Um, Garth. Uh, Garth uh, did you enjoy that? I liked it when I saw it in theaters, and then when I bought it on Blu-ray and I rewatched it, I kind of got pissed off. Really. It's it's way like it's you get a lot of hate for the Matthew Broderick one, but I was a kid. I saw it in theaters. You know, it's whatever. Not as bad as that one, but at the same time, it's like we wanted like what was missing from that 1999 whatever the hell garbage piece of shit Godzilla with the warm dinner Matthew Broderick. We were missing an actual looking Godzilla. We were missing monster fights. And then like, they promised us that in the, in the 2014 one Mm -hmm. and we got it. But like, fuck, I hate when they do that. It's like, Oh, they're about to fight. And I'll tune in to channel four news on this TV and go to this fucking state like that. That that's what ruined it for me. And the fact they killed off Walter white, like a bitch after all that buildup. Yeah. Damn. Spoilers, yeah. by the way, but if you haven't seen it by now, jump off a fucking cliff. Don't really do that, by the way. I'm just kidding. Uh huh. <laughs> what? An- anticipation. You said you were going to say something. I was waiting. <laughs> oh, no, I think I finished. I was like, you know, no, you... I liked it, but like, I didn't like how you know we were we were promised these monster fights, and not until the end do we actually get one. And it's just kind of like they're like they were trying in the trailers and promotional material to make us. To shove it down our faces that hey, this is not that piece of garbage, man. You brought with one. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get monsters. You got that. You got to let them fight. You got all this shit, and then it's just like every mm-hmm. time we're gonna let them fight, we're gonna fucking turn the TV on the Channel Four News, or we're gonna fucking pan over to a camera yeah. and follow some little kid in the car mm-hmm. and all this other shit, and then or we're gonna have some random, randomly thrown in fucking plot device where he he finds an orphan child or whatever. He's not an orphan, but like. They're on, they're on a train and they're saving him. They're the fucking parents don't even thank him for fucking saving his kid. Like, too much filler. It's like a bad DBZ mm-hmm. episode. Way too much fucking filler. Not enough fighting. And when you get to the fight, it's fucking too quick and boo on you. Yeah, yeah. Now, I do. I did enjoy the 2014 Godzilla uh, film, uh, you know, directed by uh, Gareth Edwards. Uh, I thought they did a really good job of doing what they needed to do um, to set up a lot of stuff. But the, again, like you're pointing out, the key key uh, gripes I have with the film are you kept cutting away. I hated I hate that so much that you cut away right. this, uh, so many times, and then you uh, shoved in a couple you know boring subplots that that, that didn't it didn't serve the story at all. Didn't need it at all. Um, literally, not to mention incest. Oh my God. Husband and a wife, Quicksilver (laughs) and Scarlet Witch. They're friggin' married. They have a kid. I was going to say, I thought it was kind of hot, but that's all right. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. No, I'm joking. I know what's on your Google search. (laughs) No, but yeah. Uh, so touching on what, what this whole, this whole rant was about, uh, Godzilla two, uh, for a while, I had I had kind of ho- I I was really kind of holding out that I would ho- hope to see Gareth Edwards come back, 
and uh, direct the second one, but it looks like he's not going to be able to. And uh, rumored right now, uh, it's to- not even going to be what they're doing. They're doing Kong Skull Island, mm-hmm. and Kong Skull Island. There, it's a reboot of the King Kong universe again. Yeah, but it's in the Garth Edwards Godzilla universe, and oh, yeah. there's a couple of hints to it. So the rumor is the they're second gonna- Godzilla film is already going to be. King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, that that that's also a rumor, or it'll be leading, setting the groundwork for the actual full-on King Kong versus Godzilla film. One of the two. That's, so in this all new, right, it would be like this new monster universe, kind of like the DCEU. You'd watch Godzilla. You you'd, you'd watch Kong Skull Island, Skull Island first, mm-hmm. and you'd watch Godzilla, and then you'd watch Godzilla two or whatever they do, and then of course you would get King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, so, and then it would go fucking ape shit. Yeah, so um, no pun right, intended. Yeah, yeah, right now there uh, rumor. There's also rumored uh, that uh, Krampus director uh, Michael uh, Daughtry is going to be taking control of that uh, second Godzilla film. Um, I'm not a uh, well, you know, I I'm, I can't really speak on that because I haven't really seen Krampus. Um, I don't know if you did, Randy, at all, but uh, um, it's not on demand. I was going to watch it the other day, but I have yet to see it. Yeah. Uh he so he's yeah, so uh, Michael Daughtry he he directed uh Krampus and before that he did the the Halloween horror film Trick or Treat. Um Trick or Treat was cool. Yeah, I heard I heard a lot of good things about it. I remember seeing bits and pieces about it uh, of it, but I uh it's not sticking in my mind. I have to check it out again. But uh I I I kind of hope that he brings something uh he, he brings a good flavor to this cuz uh I was a big fan of uh Gareth uh Edward uh directing because he was a huge fan of godzilla um and he wanted to kind of bring back kind of the feel of godzilla which it uh even though i had some gripes about that film he really did bring back my uh feeling of like the old school you know godzilla versus the other monsters it's just i had a problem i had a problem with his direction of cutting away so much but i feel like everybody complained about it so much that i felt like he if he would have helmed the second film he would have corrected that mistake you know right so well, we'll see what happens. I mean, Godzilla Two is coming. And King unfortunately, Godzilla is coming. Go ahead. Unfortunately, sometimes it's our fault that we're not getting the same director back. If the studio hears enough backlash, oh, this director, and they hear us talking about how pissed we are with cutting away. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the studios do get involved, and that could be very well the reason. We'll never know. They signed a fucking N- an NDA clause where they can't discuss it. But if they go, hey, look, people are gonna. I don't want people pissed off. We need someone. We need someone else to direct this so we don't get bad backlash. Oh, yeah. That right. could be the reason why, too. You never know. Mm, mm. Okay. All right. Good stuff. All right. Well, let's move on to, um, yeah, I, th- I think we'll... we'll Just uh, like Luigi. Luigi doesn't know. I actually, he doesn't know this, but I, I all his scenes in Detect Evil, yeah. I took him out of the movie and I replaced him with a body double and I just CGI'd his face on just because. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I was like, you know what? That, that his he's too fit to be Luigi. That guy is just too fit. <laughs> oh, we're, oh my god! We're, we're gonna touch on that in a little bit because uh, we're gonna, we're getting some uh, some horror stuff here and there. Um, so I'm oh. gonna, I'm gonna touch on one little quick uh, little snippet news as we get into some horror because oh, again, this is mm. welcome to our Halloween special, guys. <laughs> this is dropping on Yay. Halloween day. I love I love Halloween. Oh God, is he back? Is he finally? Uh, is he on our show? Hello, Kermit. How's it going? Oh, yeah, man. he's here. Oh Lord, he's w- welcome. Nope, our worry. welcome, our third guest <laughs> on the show, Kermit. Kermit with a C. Kermit with a C. Not 
no relation to Kermit with a K. We don't talk about him. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, Randy, let's move on to the one little snippet here before it it kinda kinda helps us segue into our Halloween talk a little bit about horror movies and this and that. Um Friday the thirteenth, uh they're getting it's getting a reboot. Um we found out Again. We yeah, again. Um, it, we found out it's going to be a period piece. They didn't say what period yet, but I assume probably the 80s. Is I think they're gonna probably right, right, they're going to go right. back to the whole, you know, original storyline. Um, and we got a couple story snippets revealed that uh, it's it's possible the script uh, may be focusing on you know, Jason's dad in this film a little bit more than uh, right. Yeah, I didn't hear about that. It's never been really discussed. Um, how do we feel about this? How do we feel about Friday the 13th? Well, um, well, some of the rumors I heard, shut up, not, he's talking to me. Some of the rumors I heard is that his dad was like a Satanist, mm. and that's going to play into the fact how he is supernatural and he can't be killed and all this other stuff. And I also did hear rumors that it's been delayed again because of some studio financial trouble, like the with the rights and stuff. Yeah, if you don't have the rights to use something, don't use it. Shut up, Kermit, let's see, because you're talking about us. But yeah, I'm, I, I have to believe if they're going to incorporate his dad... That needs to be that key that we've been missing. That need, he needs to be the reason why Jason is supernatural. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. When, you're not, when, I thought you were going more. <laughs> no, 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 no. I have something to say too. No okay. one cares, Kermit. What do you think about this? <laughs> um, well, okay. I'm I'm not the world's biggest Friday the Thirteenth fan. Um, I've it's it's really weird because um, the original one, the original film, right? The original Friday the Thirteenth film. Is Mrs. Voorhees? Uh, Mrs. Voorhees. Spoilers if you haven't seen that, but it, it is. If you haven't seen this by now, like go fucking for real this time. Jump off the cliff. <laughs> jump on the lake, guys. Um, but oh Earth man, oh. That, that first film is 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 a quintessential slasher film, right? It is a special film for the horror franchise. It, it, is, it is a special film for the horror genre because of what it did, right? Um, no. It wasn't until the very end that it showed some kind of supernatural relevance when Jason's younger self came out of the water and grabbed the main character out of the boat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, after that, every other film has just been kind of, oh, uh, he it's Jason in space and this and that, and he's fighting, Jason a, he's fighting a, a telepath, and well, yeah, okay. It, I fucking hate that one so much. <laughs> when the, the girl's dad's dead. But she has like the fucking powers and shit. I hate that one so fucking much. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 but surprisingly, I, Jason Takes Manhattan is a good one. Is it? I don't I remember it being a good. No, one. it's not. It's he, garbage. I remember he hitchhikes in, a, in like a truck. <laughs> I don't. I, it, it's such. The it's trash. The, I was just kidding. All the subsequent Friday the Thirteenth films are trash. I, I, I consider that very much. Even the new remake one that they did before, I believe is trash. With Sam Winchester. Yeah, but Sam Winchester, that one was that one sucked fucking balls. Yeah, so it's it was. I don't know because they I didn't had... have no supernatural elements in that one. They just made Jason to be this. He he's they thought he drowned, but like all this other stuff, and like he was just this big brute, and he could actually die and take damage. And at the last second, they're like, no, he is supernatural. Sorry. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not get it puns puns galore because Sam yeah. from Supernatural was yeah. the star. Oh, 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 oh you funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yeah so i didn't like that one either uh and i don't know i don't know how how hard it is to do a remake of a film i've never done it but man i they're they're constantly dropping the ball on this i don't know if i really 
care about this news at all, but I know that if they do it right, it can be something good, right? It can it can bring back this whole horror genre franchise of just slasher films and but they really need to like set the tone uh, and get this this script written out really well because if they don't, then it's just going to be the trash film. You know what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen? I swear to God, this is going to happen. Go you know, they were going to make Scream 5. They were going to make Scream 5 after Scream 4. And instead, it became an MTV fucking television series. They changed the mask up. They're going to keep trying to get a sequel so that, or the reboot or whatever. And eventually, it's going to end up on TV. And it's going to suck balls. Yeah. You know, this is, I have a huge problem with, like, uh, and, and see, in the dad, folk, focusing on the dad thing, I... I don't know if I need that, right? I really don't know if I need that. It, it's it's the same thing, the same problem I have with the uh, Rob Zombie remakes of the Halloween, right? They went right. I feel like they just focused too much on like, oh, he had kind of a bad house and this, and it just it just wasn't like you know because that he was, was the like whole a, point. He was like a force of the original of film. The original film, he was right? Like a you force didn't know. Of nature. You didn't know what he was, right? You didn't know if right. he was supernatural or not, but technically, he. I mean, I guess not, but. He just was, and he was just pure evil, and he was just this, like, again, force of nature. But then you went into this whole whole unbelievable storyline of, of, okay, he has, a, he has a bad household. He got committed to an, uh, an insane asylum, and then just somehow he had muscles sitting in the room. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I just, he's, like, like, 20 feet you, tall. This doesn't, this doesn't make any sense. How is, uh, why and is they he killed Danny out? Trejo. And they shouldn't because Danny Trejo was the only one who was nice to him the whole time he was there. Yeah. And he still fucking got crushed by TV. That pissed me off. I that thought maybe Michael was going to so at least much. spare him. Because he was begging. He was like, I've always been good to you. And I was like, why are you killing this guy? I don't understand. <laughs> Doesn't There's make no any point. sense. Like, there was no reason behind his madness. In the original, he was just going after his sister. Yeah, and people who got in the way so, got in the way. But, right. Um, Man, I just that didn't make sense to me at all. He, I I felt he could. You just should have just left. Are you, are you just murdering to murder, or what's going on here? And why right. are you so goddamn big and buff in a, in a small little room you're painting masks with? Right, um, and why like he had because it's Rob Zombie. And don't get me wrong, I love House of a Thousand Corpses and Double Rejects, but like the uh, rape scene, like right before he escapes his cell, like why the fuck did you have to add that? Yeah, I yeah you, you didn't need that at all. And why? Yeah, the the. He always has like some weird ass character choices with a couple people that are just right. And he always has to put people. his wife in a movie. Is it his wife or is it his daughter? I forget which one it is. He always puts in his movie. It's his wife, Sherry Moon Zombie. That's his wife. They always puts her in a movie. Some of the movies, okay, like his cartoon El Super Bisto, hilarious. That mm. that one's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, yeah, I don't know if I feel how I feel about it. <laughs> and the uh, fucking sequel to his Halloween movie was just bonkers off the wall dumb yeah it was it was so much it was so trashy that i just i just couldn't get through it so i just, I just didn't watch it it's almost the same thing i did right, with... dude it took me four different times to actually finish that movie yeah i, I didn't like it i didn't the like second it one i didn't enjoy it, it. garbage I don't, I don't care about it whatever rob zombie we don't mention halloween it. film don't... it's voldemort to us yeah I, we don't talk about that now we're gonna move on from it i mean the only halloween movies that matter are the original uh well i'm gonna say the first two halloweens are really good um, third one is a separate thing, not the Michael Myers storyline, really. And then after that, it kind of got kind of goes with his niece. It got stupid, and then Halloween H two O was good, but then like the next one was just garbage. That's what ended the franchise. There hasn't even been 
you know, like it just ended it. Like, <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember the one after that with Buster Rhymes and he pulls out martial oh arts on God. Michael Myers? <laughs> that was he so goes, stupid. He and goes, they, he's like, they set it up so well. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna defend it a little bit. They set it up so well. Because he's watching all these martial arts films. He's like, look at this guy. He's kicking all his ass. And all of a sudden, Michael Myers comes in and he's like, I'm going to do what I saw on the TV show. And he, like, whoops right. Michael's ass. I don't know I don't know how that works. <laughs> oh, and man. They kill off his sister right in the beginning. And, like, the whole, oh, Michael put the fucking mask on the cop. So that was a clever twist. But to kill her off, right, like, before the fucking movie's t- like, before the title of the movie even appears. Like fucking, they kill off Laurie Strode. Like fuck you. Yeah, I I hate that one because they do that, right? Because I consider right. I consider Halloween a trilogy, right? One, two, and then H two O, right? That's what right. I consider. Right. I consider right. the other That's ones it. don't matter. The third the third film I enjoy it as a separate. John total, Carpenter it's even not said, a Halloween film. It's not a Halloween film. It's something right. totally different. But one, two, John and Carpenter H2O. even said, yeah, he said you can even just watch one and then H two O as a duology. 20 years after the events of the first one. Like, you don't even have to watch the second one. And you can just completely cut out the whole fucking four and five and six with Jamie, like Denise and all that bullshit. Like, yeah, screw the niece. That, fuck Denise. But I, the, all that matters to me in, in the Halloween storyline is the Jamie Lee Curtis storyline. And they screwed it up so bad in that. I, 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 we keep bringing it up, but I don't remember the name of that one, that one that screwed it up where they killed her off at the beginning of the film. I, I felt like they uh, did something totally different. Yeah, I understand the clever twist at the beginning was like, oh, at the end of eight, at the end of H two O, he switched Halloween the Resurrection. Oh, that's it. it. Resurrection. Halloween Resurrection. Yeah. At in that film, they could have. I felt like what would have been better is if they took that film, uh, put Jamie Lee Curtis as the main character of the whole film still, right? But maybe, right. Bring, maybe they should have brought back uh, uh, his her son, maybe you know, uh, Josh From Hartnett. H2O. Josh Hartnett. You know, visiting, 40 days, 49, you know, yeah. Vi- visiting days, her, yeah. Visiting her in the asylum because, yeah, she kind of went a little crazy because she just – she she killed him, but then you find out it wasn't really him, you know? And you know, I was like, that's a clever twist. I like that. They should have had her dealing with, like, a mental break of killing a, a man. But remember, like, remember she's the one who checked herself in there herself. Exactly, yeah. And they should so have – like, like, that's so stupid. Like, she was just letting herself get trapped there. Yeah. It was and- a trap. Remember, it was all a trap to lure Michael Myers there. Yeah. But then they killed her off. They killed her so, off. So, like, like, halfway through the movie, they should have had her, like, survive the fall. Because, come on now, if he can be supernatural, why couldn't she? Yeah. So uh, Why like, couldn't she survive? Like I said, they should have they won a total different role. She should have been, like, the, at least one of the main characters, or at least have her and her son be the main characters of the whole film. And kind of have it, you know, it should have been a more meaningful, meaningful, impactful death than it did what it was at the beginning of that film. If you, if right, I, the I, son should have been like, oh my god, they're doing a fucking reality show in the house. I need to stop it. Yeah, so it should have been something like that, or even maybe to take that out and just have him being now he's inherited this whole stalking of this of this basically family member who wants to kill at first her her his sister, but then kind of try now all of a sudden he's stalking him and then like you know it should have been like oh uh the mom is in the insane asylum or checked herself in and you know now she got to check herself out because now she knows that it's he's he's not going after her no more it's going after his, her son it should have been a whole storyline like that maybe it would have been 10 times better but no reality show let's kill off the main character who's been the best uh character of uh, the whole series in the first five minutes of the goddamn film i hate it i hate it yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate that goddamn film. But 
Yeah. <clears throat> so back to it, Jay. Uh, I, I have no faith in this Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> oh, bless uh, you, bless you. Oh man, Ooh. bless oh. you. Thank you. Oh man. Oh man. So I, I don't have much faith in this at all. I'm, I apologize. So uh, if we went on a little rant here, but Halloween, I, I consider Halloween a very great film and uh, a great film franchise for the first <laughs> first two films in H two O. Right. So, yeah. Uh, Randy, let's touch on real quick uh, because we're running out of time. I just want to touch on it with you real quick. Um, it is Halloween. Um, what is? What are your favorite horror films that you've seen in your entire life, I guess? Um, what What do you consider the top of the top? The cream the, the cream of the crop. The creme de la creme. The top dog. The scariest of the scaries. I would say The Exorcist, Child's Play. Uh, Candyman. Okay. And then that's about it. Those are my top three. And guess what? Mo- well, the, the first and third choice, they're all, they both take place in Chicago. Oh, but, okay. um, yeah, those, those are like my three, like every Halloween, like I, I, I watched Child's Play yesterday on Hulu. I watched Candyman two days ago. Okay. I mean, it's, those are like, those are definitely my favorites. And The Exorcist, that's the one that scared me all to, to fucking hell yeah, when that, I was a that... kid. Exorcist tops my list of one of the scariest films I've ever seen because of like again of just it being something that that a lot of people were saying a lot, a lot of the the bad ju- you know juju that surrounded that the shooting of that film you know the deaths around that film the the the, the you know just the story of it it is it is one of the greatest uh, horror films I've ever seen and as a paranormal of- investigator like now looking back like that can actually happen so like that's that's what scares me there's like people might think it's make-believe but it like you I mean you have, everyone has their own beliefs but like to me that's what makes it scarier scary to this day still and that's that that's happened that happened mm, yeah yeah um, it's more for, real than you think for me i'm gonna go a little bit different than you because you named off child's play uh candy man and exorcist or exorcist Ca- child's play candy man in that order right that's is this is that or is it just you just named off some films? Uh, yeah, The Exorcist, Child's Play, Candyman. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go a little bit different uh, than you. I, I well, a little bit different. I, my top one is still Exorcist. I still really enjoy that film. Like I said earlier, um, uh, next below that uh, for horror films, I really really enjoy the um, horror film uh, Hellraiser. It is. That's uh, a good one. It's, it's a really Clive good Barker, film. Good one. It is just the visual of just everything that happens in that film is is scary as hell. You know, it, especially the first one. Uh, it, I mean, they, they've gone on with subsequent sequels. You know, that kind of are hit and miss, depending on how you feel about them. But uh, yeah, it is. It is one of the creepiest goddamn films I've ever seen. So I'm gonna, you know, shout out to that. Uh, and then of course uh, I gotta give a shout out to. Um, Damn it, what the hell's the name of the film? Uh, no, I'm not going to go with that one. No, no, I'm, I'm striking that How out. How to Cook Frog with Bobby Flay. No, I'm, I'm not going with that one. I'm going to go, you know what, I, from my childhood, I'm going to go with It. Even though it doesn't. Even though I feel like it doesn't hold up, I'm going to go with It anyways because the It uh, TV. I, oh, I guess, my God, I just watched that last night. I was on TV last night. Yeah. Spike yeah. TV. Oh, yeah. I I still again <laughs> pop sam in, in true pop samurai fashion we got to bring clowns and everything, so <laughs> it um, scared the living hell out of me when I was a kid. Whenever I walk uh, back in the day when we used to have video uh, rental stores and stuff like that, you know, just walking through the aisles and just seeing that box art just had that clown peeking through. It's just like it's just like 
give me the goddamn creeps um and just you know no uh, now i know it's okay that that's not essentially a movie i guess it was kind of just like a two-part you know straight to, on tv it never came out uh, in the theater for me and i was like oh man I, I didn't know all that you know as i got older i realized all that stuff but i was like oh it's it's a scary movie but i was like oh it's kind of like a two-part you know tv, TV series, special yeah you know it's like oh oh okay i guess beep, that's, beep, that's, that's why i had beep, the beep. That's why I had to flip the discs whenever I had DVDs of it. But, um, yeah, I mean, they all float down here. Yeah, what was he, that? Uh, Tim Curry playing Pennywise the clown in that film is always going to go down as one of the greatest uh, movie monsters I've ever seen. Um, even though, oh yeah, even though I feel like the first half of that film uh, of that TV series special is is the best part uh, with the kids. Yeah. When you move on yeah, to the adult the parts, it, it gets really campy and cheesy, and it's not really that like, great. But that first half right. of that first half of that film um, is um, amazing. I, I love the kids. I love the the work uh, Tim Curry put in for that, and it is an amazing piece of work. I love that. Hey, can I can I say something? Go ahead. Did you know? <clears throat> wow, was that? Did you know that in the original novel for Stephen King's It, all the kids have an orgy? Yes, I did know that. <laughs> That's fucked up, right? It is. It is. Thanks, they, thanks Kermit. They, they basically, uh, yeah, well, it's kind of dark right now, but I mean, I guess it's Halloween, guys. Ga- kids gangbanging a girl, so I mean, it, it is what it is. Right, like I'm glad they didn't put that into the movie because that's fucked up. Yeah, that that's kind of really screwed up, actually. Now that I think about it, back back to it again. That's uh, come on, Mr. Stephen King, what's up with that? <laughs> but yeah, uh, they that, all float down here. Yeah, so that's why she was attached to all of them, I guess. I don't know. That's kind of weird. Ugh. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna call that as my top three right there. Um. Now, for your top, you, you you list off Child's Play, Candyman, and Exorcist. Um, are there any, uh, what is it? Uh, still... Number four for me would have to be It, for sure. I totally forgot about it, even though I just watched it last night. <laughs> it always scared me as a kid, dude. That was terrifying. Yeah. Um, are those films the, the uh, only f- films uh, that contain those those horror icons um, that you consider one of the the, the scariest uh, horror icons or is there uh, an actual quintessential horror icon monster creature person that you put at the top of the list and may not have made your favorite movie list um honestly like like we just said the scariest movie monster i would think would be even though it's my number four in my top you know five horror films or whatever it would have to be pennywise booyah because he can take any form that he wants he takes multiple forms in the movie. A giant spider, uh, the fucking werewolf. He he can he can shapeshift. Is what he is. But he's he a shapeshifter, but he's a demon, right? But he chooses that clown because he knows the clown attracts the children that he can feed off of. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Clowns attract children nowadays, right, guys? <laughs> all the yeah. stuff that we got going on with all these people dressing up as clowns. No more clowns is what they're gonna have happening. Um. I, I guess if I, now Batman's coming for you. <laughs> and, and then if I had to, if I had to really give a shout out to, I think probably one of the quintessential horror icons that that, that was ever created was uh, uh, Freddy Krueger. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a shout out to that because he, he, I can't get behind that. I mean, he's scary, but to me, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, and I I I, I totally get that. I was about to say that right now that in the subsequent sequels, he became kind of the, you know jokey kind of making fun of uh, of all the stuff and you know having all these 
puns and shit you know, that he does. But in that now, very... if you're referring to Wes Craven's new nightmare, where he's actually scary, yeah. then hell yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm pulling out actual scary Freddy Krueger from the very very first film and the new nightmare, the one where. Uh, New Nightmare, if you guys don't know, was the Wes Craven kind of almost spinoff of it where it was taking place in real life as a demon took the form of the horror icon Freddy Krueger and started uh, right. started tormenting the actress who played uh, Nancy, right? Nancy, yes. Right. Um, Her name is Heather or something. Yeah. So, I mean, New Nightmare, I love New Nightmare so much because they brought it into like a darker, more you know, just really scary uh, feel. That's what he originally wanted to have. Because, you know, originally, they, they, they referenced it in the reboot, but originally he was a child molester, child serial killer, yeah. and he was more scary. Because yeah. even in the first film, he does have a couple where he's kind of jokey a little bit. Yeah. So, like, this, that was Wes Craven's not only return to the franchise, but it was also him trying to give out what the vision of the of the real Freddy was. Oh yeah, it was it was so good. I love the new Nightmare, and and the original one is bar none is is one of the scariest films out there. Be, uh, even though it didn't make my list, because I I consider those other ones more scary. But just just knowing that you know a creature like that, where it's like oh you can't go to sleep. Well, I mean everyone sleeps, so it's like you know eventually it's gonna happen, and eventually you're gonna, you're gonna have to deal with it, and um. Just he's so recognizable that I, I believe that everybody would who would know who that is, you know, and right. yeah, even though even though yeah, he became kind of this jokey. I mean, um, I don't know if you remember the release of Freddy versus Jason, but uh, I don't know if you remember the release of that. But leading up to that, they did a whole bunch of these weird or kind of jokey things of them going against each other. Um, they, they, I I remember seeing videos of like kind of like the weigh-ins. Like to do it for boxing matches, yeah. but with Freddie and Jason, <laughs> and, right? So because they teased it at the when Jason goes to hell, the very end of Jason goes to hell. Yeah, they teased Freddie Cougar's glove comes up and pulls his mask to hell. Yeah, so they that that was a shitty movie too. Uh, Freddie versus Jason, that was such a bad movie too. <laughs> um, and the, did you know? Go ahead. They were originally going to have Ash versus Freddie versus Jason before it became a comic book. And did you know in Evil Dead Two, Freddy Krueger's claw glove is actually in the shed? Ah, uh, yeah. Fun you know what? I, I think I remember. It. I think I remember that. Uh, it's such. Just eventually, they're all gonna cross over. It's just like they're crossing over every goddamn thing that's happening nowadays. The, Mar- the, the Universal monster movies are crossing over, and now they're crossing. Finally, over. like. Yeah, and they're trying to cross I over Godzilla with Kong, and so they they they're doing all this franchisable. Avengers style crossover, so eventually we're gonna get all these, you know, Kruger and Jason shit crossing over. So it's gonna happen eventually, but we'll see what happens with that, right, guys? Oh yeah, good stuff. Great. All right, uh, Randy, I probably kept you a little bit longer than you wanted to be on, but no, I'm uh, good. I appreciate you guys coming on so much. Uh, I think we're gonna end off the podcast here with that nice little nugget of just you know Halloween esque movie talk. Can um, I plug? Can I plug? three things yeah i was, I was actually going to do that right now since we're ending off i'm going to say awesome. randy is there anything that you want to plug or push on everybody out there yes this this episode reminds you will be releasing on halloween day monday awesome so this so this is monday this past wednesday was the final episode of gassy's halloween month of gassy radio that was our halloween special with a live action opening and a terrifying unboxing with some crazy stuff going on mm-hmm. um this past, uh, today, Monday, the same day this comes out, we are releasing the season one 
finale of Flame On Hot Eating Challenges, and there's there's a nice there's a couple Halloween references in there. It kind of made it a Halloween special, kind of the four horsemen sliders and it opens and ends with Halloween objects. And I say happy Halloween a couple times as the host. And also tonight, since it's Monday, this is, comes out Monday, will be the final resident evil stream where we're giving out prizes and we'll be giving out a walking dead volume two graphic novel, a Rick Grimes pop figure and a, uh, umbrella corporation resident evil sticker on Gassy radio live, live streaming tonight say on what? Halloween. <laughs> That's right. Good stuff. Oh, and also, um, it, yesterday was Milwaukee Mighty Con. <laughs> yes, it was. So it was great. It went awesomely. Yes, it did. Everyone, no, no one died. No one died, Wink. and everybody showed up, and no one canceled last minute. Right. Good. <laughs> All right, Randy, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it so much. Uh, real quick, because I, I don't know why I blanked on it, we, uh, uh, but I wanted to talk to you a little bit about uh, your movie, uh, Detectivo. Um, you got it. You're oh. going to be going. Uh, you're going to have it circulating, right? Uh, to the uh, um, film festival starting right? next year. No, yeah, starting next year. Uh, that uh, Detectival, Mighty Clown, and whatever movie I make for the upcoming 48, the Geeking Out 48 Hour Film Contest. That's December 9th through December 11th. Mm-hmm. Whatever film I make for that, I have three films in the fest circuit starting 2017. Nice, nice. And it's been and it's been a while since I've had that many films in circuit too. Oh, it's good. So yeah. it's good to get back in the ring. I can good. tell you right now that uh, I I had a uh, I had the pleasure of uh, seeing you guys in in the Detectivo, both you and Luigi Bonanno, um, playing the the roles that you did in the in the film. Uh, I'm gonna let you know right now. I I enjoyed the film uh, immensely. Um, seeing you guys on there, knowing you guys personally, I think I messaged you and I told you this too. It was really hard to separate knowing you guys from your roles because I was like, "Oh, that's Randy." <laughs> you know? um, that's but, awesome. But uh, it, it's it, it was great to see you guys in there. Um, I enjoyed it uh, immensely. It was it was a good uh, um, uh, film that you had uh, created there. Um, hopefully, you well. Give us give us a little preview review. Don't spoil anything, but tell tell people what you liked about it and what you didn't like about it. Go ahead. So, um, I really like the giant blue whale. I don't know how you got the budget for that uh, swimming through the air. It was crazy. Um, the alien invasion with the 200 uh, UFO saucers flying down on the city. I was like, what does this have to do with the story? But it didn't You're worried about me, smoking crack. You're worried about me on the crack. This guy's on crack. Clearly. Yeah. And, then, up, and then you had Kermit. Uh, I don't know why it was It was, uh, it was a, uh, Kermit with a C. He had a, he had a sign over his neck that said, Kermit. Kermit with a C, so no one can get confused with Kermit with a K. And it, it was all of a sudden he was sitting in the pond as you were walking by, and you had the the old Budweiser frogs going Bud Weiser, and I was like, is he sponsored or not? I don't understand. People are so confused right now. No, um, none of that. None of that is in the actual movie. <laughs> or is it? You'll have to see to find out. <laughs> No, but uh, Rand, Randy, a, a little mini review of the film. I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the role that you played. Uh, my favorite character, I, I told you on uh, it w- was Luigi just because I, I uh, knowing his, he gave an in-depth. I think you walked away to deal with a drunkard at MightyCon the last time we talked about it, but he was talking about him playing the role of uh, of uh, Lucifer in the film, young Lucifer in the film. We talked about it on our podcast before, so I don't think it's a spoiler, but to do do what you will with that <laughs> but uh awesome. um, i really enjoyed him because knowing what he felt about the role and how he uh you know 
talking about it to us. So I enjoyed that immensely. But if I had, if I didn't know that, my favorite character would be Darren Marler, for you know, who is our intro and outro guy, and who's your intro and outro guy. Um, right. And he's just an all around great guy. Um, I liked his, you know, his 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 uh, scenes that he had with you. Uh, I liked a lot of the callbacks you did to, again, is, I guess it's the supernatural cast, but we we did a lot of cool little homages i believe I, i'm not sure if that was on purpose or not but i felt i felt the presence of supernatural <laughs> i know oh, you got that right yeah 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 that's right but uh i enjoyed that a lot and um again it, it, it was uh uh for for what you did there uh and the the effects uh that you did in the film uh were were pretty good um and again it's just all around enjoyable film i mean uh, again uh i and as I'm saying this to everybody out there, I, I'm not going to give this a score or anything like that because I don't feel like that I, I have any place in giving scores to um, like the, the, the independent film market because I don't have much of a um, – what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, a, a comparison because I, I haven't like been in the actual independent circuit to see a, a good wide range of films to compare it to. So if, I'm, if, you know, if I was going to be like comparing it to like, oh, is this – compared to civil war this is no civil war no it's i can't do that you know? <laughs> <laughs> obviously it's not going to be that but i mean for for what randy pulled together and what he did i mean i it was a very enjoyable film randy and i'm going to say that right now to you and fans if you do get a chance to see a fa- uh, film festival going through and you see detect evil uh in the the in the in the lineup and you get a chance to get in there and if you can view it then yeah i would say it's it's worth a sit down and and enjoy a nice little fan, uh, not fan, uh, independent film. So I enjoyed it a lot, Randy. Well, thanks, man. Thanks for the kind words. No, no yeah, problem. and uh, thanks for having me on, too, guys. I got to go because now I'm going to go do some bad stuff. All right, get, get out of here. Thanks. Good, Bye. good, good. Bye. <laughs> again, uh, and, and since, we get, since we're closing out the uh, the podcast here, again, go head over to Darren Marler uh, at DarrenMarler.com. Check out his work over there. Support that guy. He's he's an awesome, awesome uh, friend of the podcast here. He did he, he did us a solid by helping us out with our intro and outro stuff. And uh, he's a good friend of Randy Lee Beasley, correct? Um Yes, sir. He doesn't. He just doesn't just show up in your stuff, right? He just. <laughs> we go to church together. We uh, we do we do a lot together. He's he's a really close friend. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's an awesome guy, and uh, I appreciate uh, getting a chance to meet him. Hopefully, one day uh, we'll uh, cross paths again at a convention and maybe uh, get an update on everything that's going on with him. But um, hopefully. Uh, you guys get over there and check out his stuff. He has some really cool uh, YouTube shows uh, over there where he talks about cool horror stories, as we mentioned on this podcast before. And he also has weird news that he talks about on weird news. Uh, so check him out. Uh, it's good stuff. Um, and on top of that, you can head over to popsamuraynetwork.com. Find out info about our shows there. And then also support us on patreon.com slash popsamurai. Follow us on Twitter at popsamuraicast. And uh, you know, get over there and check out Randy Lee Beasley, blah, 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 Randy Lee Beasley at um, Gassy Radio and uh, Pepper Scarf Productions on Facebook and uh, YouTube. Uh, so it's gonna be got a lot of cool shows that they do and, and unboxings and stuff like that. They got a uh, they got a fan in me over here. You got a you got a fan in me. <laughs> you got a fan in me. Oh man, we don't know the rest of the lyrics of the song, so sorry guys. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that was a little. <laughs> All right, Randy. Thank you so much for joining us here. Um, hopefully, you guys are having a great Halloween out there, and uh, stay safe. And, Trick or uh, treat. We love you guys. Get out there and enjoy your life. Hopefully, no one pulls their dicks out for the trick. You want the treats. You want candy. No dicks out. <laughs>
Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. No dicks out. Will our heroes podcast survive? Spread the word, subscribe, and tune in next time. Same Pop Samurai time, same Pop Samurai channel.